Welcome back to Cinema Vino. Hey, ho, ho, ho. And now we're kicking off our Christmas list right here. So um, this is Hook, our first movie, which a lot of people don't think is a Christmas movie, but it is. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. It definitely, like the, the beginning and the end of the movie are Christmas-centric, so... Yeah. yeah, if you're tired of watching regular Christmas movies and you really got to convince your family, like, no, it starts with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is really the only Spielberg Christmas movie I can think of. I can't think of anything else that you guys... Yeah. I can't think of anything else that's at Christmas. So this yeah, what, what, is, Wait, isn't Gremlins? Yeah, he produced that. He produced, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about... Um, what about that guy that lived in the airport forever? Oh, the terminal. I, maybe, maybe maybe we had a holiday. Uh, a, a, a holiday change in there, maybe? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's where Tom Hanks has the Balky accent. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that God, one. that was... <laughs> Balky should have played that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have given that a whole... Bronson, you know, Chet. Colson Larry. Colson Larry. Um... So we're going to do a quick, uh, for this series, I mean, this will be, this will air while I'm on paternity leave because we're having twins one week from this recording of this episode. Hey, yeah. Jingle your balls. Less than one week, six days. Jingle all the way. Did you say jingle your balls? Yeah. <laughs> um, do it now while you can. Exactly. Uh, so basically we're going to do a quick gauntlet of episodes. Um, there'll be a little more bite-sized episodes, but basically that way we can have new content while I'm away. You guys can enjoy some stuff. So, but it'll, they'll be a little bit shorter, but not a lot shorter. Yeah. Cause yeah, Sean Jordan is actually on the SpaceX rocket right now. I know he is in low orbit right now. Just left. He's hovering. Yeah. 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 I mean, he spent a lot of inheritance to get up there, but good for him for getting yeah. up there. He spit a lot of inheritance too. <laughs> <laughs> he did both. And, and you, it was a disgusting sight, but he got up there so. yeah hey astronauts need hookers too mm-hmm. and john's proud to fulfill that role <laughs> <laughs> okay so um some uh, quick info we're drinking a to z riesling which is from the willamette valley in oregon this is a it's good tasty. holiday centric wine it is it's not it's, i mean it's how would you how sweet would you describe this it's not over if you're going for like one to ten I don't know. I guess like I've had some white wines, like white blends that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know where I would put this at. But I mean, it's on the sweeter end of a white wine. Maybe six or seven. Even say a six. It was like, it's, it's, it's not because anytime you start getting to sevens and eights, you're like, uh, you know, it's starting to like, almost like dessert wine yeah. or those sweet red wines. Yeah. But this one's, you know, I say right on a six. That, that juicy fruit's going to move you. <laughs> Tasting this, it's like, this would go really well with like a honey baked ham. Ooh. It'd match up real well. I don't know if I'd want other sweetness with this. Be double sweet. Ham is the most versatile meat. It's a little salty. (laughs) I think you have a couple glasses and you won't care. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, this is probably this is a fifteen dollar riesling. It's a pretty good price. If you're looking for a riesling that's a little on the drier side, try a cabinet. If you're looking for something sweeter, try an Auslasa from Germany. But this one, I think, is kind of in between those two. A cabinet. Yeah. It's spelled K-A-B-I-N-E-T. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to say Cabernet. I was like, I don't know if you knew that he said Cabernet. <laughs> That'd be awesome if yeah. I like, worked at the wine store all those years and just didn't realize there was an R in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a little bit of info about Hook. We'll go through this a little bit quickly. But um, Hook was released December 11th, 1991. Shit. 32 years ago. God, I'm old. I saw opening weekend. I don't know if I did, but I know I saw it in theater. I was very Which means excited. I probably did, yeah. Yeah, I was very excited. It was my, my first Spielberg movie that I ever saw in the theater. Yeah, this oh. was the first movie I ever saw three times in theaters. Really? The next one was Blade in 1998. Nice. And then 
the first Spider-Man I saw like five times in theaters. <laughs> I was never been topped since. I was expecting something random like, you know, Miss Congeniality 2. <laughs> no? So the first one in theaters. <laughs> never again. No. Actually, it was okay. It was all right. <laughs> um, so this grossed $300 million worldwide against a budget of 70, rumored budget of 70 million. Uh, if you look up different sources, they'll put it as high as 80 or 90 million. It was one of the most expensive movies ever made when it came out. Uh, it ran way over budget and way behind schedule, which is rare for Steven Spielberg. He's one of those type A directors working. He's hmm. notorious for going under budget and ahead of schedule. So this is a rare, a rare thing where it's like they, they were behind schedule. Um, this is, this had been a project for Spielberg for a decade. It was in development hell for years before it actually got made. Uh, Spielberg almost opted out of this movie completely to direct the movie big with Tom Hanks, but he decided to go, come back to this one. Hmm. Instead. Um, Hook's premise is something that would basically cause most movie executives to write a blank check. It's a sequel to Peter Pan with Robin Williams as the adult version of the character. Uh, Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook and Julie Roberts as Tinkerbell. And pretty much all three actors are in their peak form yeah. and peak popularity. This is all the, them and their primes. Um, uh, the, th- the movie is basically divided into three very different acts where the first act has uh, Hook, or uh, Hook, uh, Robin Williams as a middle-aged uh, Peter Banning who is a corporate raider. Um, you know, he drinks too much. He works too hard. He doesn't pay any attention to his family. Um, he goes to England where his, you know, he's an orphan. His caretaker played by Maggie Smith is getting a big award. And when she's getting her award at the same time, did everybody else cry at the same time? Cause I, I cried. <laughs> did that get to you? Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere, they all stood up. I was like, Oh my God, this movie just started. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> getting all misty. Um, while that's happening, a uh, mysterious figure breaks into the Granny Wendy's house and takes the kids uh, from their beds. They come home, and the police can do nothing. They offer no real clues. And that's when Granny Wendy drops a bomb on Peter and says he, she is Granny Wendy, or she's Wendy from the Peter Pan stories by Jan Barry, and he is Peter Pan, and he has forgotten his true identity. And Phil Collins works for... And Phil Collins has a cameo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And David Crosby is, is a, one of is the a, pirates. Yeah, and Glenn Close, mm-hmm. obviously. That that one's, I think, a little more well-known at this point. Yeah. Um, and so basically, she says he has to go back to Neverland, get his kids, and he has to relearn how to fly, fight, and crow. Uh, that sets up the very long second act of the movie where he goes to Neverland, courtesy of Tinkerbell, played by Julie Roberts. Supposedly, she was a nightmare of making this movie. She was very I can difficult see that. to work with. Uh, Spielberg is an actor's director, and he never he said he would never work with her again because she was so temperamental and difficult to work with. Oof. So I don't think I've ever heard him say that about any other actor. Um, supposedly, he's unofficially said that about Tom Cruise, but that's just a rumor. So... Um, so basically, that's a long second act. He meets the Lost Boys, including Rufio, all the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dante Bosco. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I like how I just agreed with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Sounds like a porn name. Dante Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> with the Tweety Bird tattoo. Well, I know yeah. so well because he does the voice of Prince Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender. And I'd see his name, Dante Bosco. And I was like, man, that sounds cool. If he was a porn star, do you think he would ever shot in the porn? I was like, Rufio. 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 Yes, I hope so. And then that in turn sets up the third act of the movie, which is... I mean, alternately, very silly and very violent. I mean, there's a key character death in there that I can't believe that they killed a certain character at the end of that. A little bit dark for kids. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. So, 
basically that's what I have for notes. Um, what do you guys think? Um, so it, you guys have seen this both if you oh, a, few times. a billion times. Yeah. So table we'll start with you. So I rewatched it about a week ago, and first off, uh, Dustin Hoffman. I went through watching that movie for decades, not knowing he was Hook. Yeah. I mean, for forever. Yeah. And it was like I think. I mean, I'm talking like. I'm, it might have been like 15 years, 10, 15 years ago. So half my watching time of that, I just never thought it was him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. And so I just thought it was so funny as a kid. You don't really know who these actors are. I mean, you knew who Robin Williams was at the time and Julia Roberts, but it was like, I had no idea about Dustin Hoffman. Anyway, he's awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing this in theaters and not and liking it but not really under, understanding it, um, like the story. Because when you're a kid, all you want to do is see him. It's like it, it, it's like the Disney cartoon. All you want to see is the young Peter going around doing stuff, you know, fighting and just messing with Captain Hook. Yeah. So when there was a storyline, I was like, what the fuck is... I, I just remember being like, what is all this story stuff? But then when he goes and like finds himself and when he actually you know, learns how to crow, you're like, oh, this is badass. This is fun. And then, you know, you get this huge battle scene kind of in the third act. Um, so I, and I don't know why it, it always, I thought like the movie just kept growing for me every year I watched it. Like I appreciated it more and more and more. And when I watched it this time, I was like, I like how you said it was like a really long second act. Cause I thought that when I watched it, I was like, man, they, I forgot like this, the early parts telling the story, hook coming in, the scratch on the wall. It's like, I said, I kind of forget these things. And then I really was like, I was like, damn, this movie's like, how long is this movie? I've kind of forgot. Two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like, long long. for a kid's movie. Yeah. Very long. I mean, not necessarily kids, but yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that in the middle, I was like, damn, we are really trying to set this story up about how he needs to learn how to be a kid again. And I was like, man, we're just, and I mean, it didn't bother me, but I did, but after you said it, I'm like, that was kind of a long second act. A lot of story. Yeah, I was like, my God. But that being said, this is still, to me, a, like a flawless movie. And I wish I could bitch and complain about it. And it, it's one of the, if we've talked about it a thousand times, it's hard to take nostalgia out. Because mm-hmm. going into this movie, I think Travis had even said it the other day, was something about like, it, spoiler alert it's a 10 for me and it was like it's just hard to watch this. it is guys it, it, it's like, it's, like it's, it's hard to watch this film and take that away yes. so when you're sitting there you're watching it and you're like yeah because and, and to be honest i think i like it even more now because i try to think of like man robin williams like kind of kind of killed it mm-hmm. and it was like because he, you've also seen so yeah. many shitty movies yeah since. I, I think so it's like going it, back and being like oh my god they did so well yeah i think that was the whole thing i was like damn they kind of killed this and then even thinking like dustin hoffman and then um shmi i don't know why i fucking love that dude yeah. and it was like bob and, hoskins it's like, is, is that who it was all right yeah, from roger rabbit that's right yes and it was like i knew i was like god he's great in this oh i loved it shmi was one of my favorites um but i don't know the kids, you know, I, they always say how difficult we work with kids, but like, I thought all those kid actors were pretty good. Or if you always kind of got on my nerves, it was like, just cause I hated him. Again, he thought he was better than Pan. But after watching him, I was like, man, he really sucks at acting. And I was like, he is just not a good actor. Motung. Poor, poor, poor bastard. It's like, but, uh, 
but yeah, spoiler alert, it is a 10 to me. Mm-hmm. But I look at it at different things now. Like like you were saying, like I can see how this could be a directing hell. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of that poor bastard, okay, how many years later Cameron did Titanic? Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, that had to build that whole entire set, the whole, you know, that whole ship. It was like, so when you look at it at that standpoint, you're like, damn, this must have been a freaking production. Oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I just have more appreciation for films now not even really because like you zone out with a film like this you're just like oh I've seen it 20 million times I'm probably going to watch it again because even my girlfriend was like I was watching she was like oh you're watching Hook what the hell and I was like I'm sorry <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like I'll watch it again it ain't that hard oh, yeah I was like I'll watch it again yeah, I'll but, watch it right now yeah exactly so I, again I don't even know what to say about it but it's a a tin movie I love the acting I think the kids are great there's some great one-liners Robin William effing kills it mm-hmm. um, Tinkerbell pissed me off a lot in this film I, I just because I think I knew Julia Roberts was not liked very well mm-hmm. and it was like she was kind of a bitch um, she's kind of wrong for the part too yeah and it was like and I, and I think the role of her just didn't fit for yeah. me but nevertheless loved it as a kid and I think I love it more now it's just another film that I think just one of those rare films that will hold the test of time and actually it, it might be getting better if you can appreciate it on a different level yeah yep and actually, I just had a random thought of like who would be perfect in that part from that time period. Would it be Lori Petty from uh, like League of Their Own slash uh, yeah. Point Break? Oh, yeah. I think she would have oh, made yeah. a good She already had the short hair. Yeah. Yeah. She made a good Tinkerbell. I didn't mm-hmm. think, wow, that would have been good. So I was looking at Julie Roberts. And, and that voice. Yeah. yeah. She had like a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. Damn. I mean, it's like looking, it's like Julie Roberts, it's like you're a glamorous movie star and you look like a glamorous, that they dressed up as Tinkerbell. Yeah. It's like it just doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, I kind of ranted there, but it was like, but it's still 10 movie, Please. loved it. And it's, it's like, gets better. It's, it's a fine wine. Mm-hmm. It's like literally is getting better with age. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I loved it because it hit like every note of after watching, um, obviously they didn't have Tiger Lily or any of the, yeah. uh, Native Americans in this film. And now, you know, 2023, you're like, okay, that was probably a good move. Smart. Cause that, you know, that's true. That was, I think that's why, that's why it does age. Wise, so well. wise beyond its years. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. you even had like, the, the mermaids show up. They, they didn't talk about them. They, they were just like, okay, we got to have this happen. Cool. But they set it up perfectly. Um, and, and especially during when um, Wendy's getting the, the award and they're cutting back and forth to the kids and like the storm happening. And I love the fucking hook on the window. Oh yeah. And they, they foreshadow it greatly. Like obviously the John Williams score mm-hmm. uh, kicking up there and like the wind blowing up and toodles freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the kids get snatched up, but then they're coming in. <laughs> Ron Williams is coming in drunk and sees the door, the broken glass, and it's like, oh shit, opens it up, and you see the scrapes. Yeah. And they've got the the music going, Mm -hmm. and he's following the scrapes up, and you're like, oh shit, that's a hook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you get up, and it gets kind of scary, because you see Liz up there, she's like, the children were screaming, and you're like, let me off this fucking Willy Wonka ride. (laughs) I did not sign up for this fucking movie. (laughs) And And they get up there, oh, and during that whole time too right before that they show the hooks um uh ship in a bottle where toodles like turns around and you see it and it kind of they do the uh the the sounds of the ocean and like seagulls and stuff as they're showing it i'm like oh that's so fucking cool nice touch. like little moments that i watched as a kid and i was like oh all right but now i'm like 
oh man that's so fucking well done mm-hmm. just showing it like with the sound design hovering over the ship and then going on that was that was a really cool sequence to see in this um uh but yeah i fucking loved they, they did all of the things um even from the plays like you have to clap t- to you know and the whole like i don't believe in fairies you have to bring them back to life for the clapping or whatever mm-hmm. um uh, they mentioned, you know, like the crocodile, the mermaids, all that stuff. They mentioned trying to, like, that what Hook wanted to go. It's like, uh, Smee was like, oh, you'll feel better if you wake up. We'll go kill some Indians tomorrow. He's like, oh, I'm tired of killing lost boys and Indians. So they at least mentioned yeah. mm-hmm. that they're there. But I even loved the, um, like the, the topography of Neverland where you can see the compass point yeah. in the sea. Just everything is fucking cool it's like you go to never never land or no it's not it's like you go to uh wizard Oz and suddenly there's color everywhere yeah it's so fucking great um and you know he goes through his hero's journey but he also they they go to the places that they were even in jm barry's original book they mentioned jm barry too which i never seen um or after seeing johnny depp and finding neverland Mm -hmm. and learning about like the original and like the writing of it when i saw it this time i was like oh jm barry i was like oh i fucking get that reference now oh that's cool yeah um so there is this is a perfect sequel because they took the time Mm -hmm. to give a shit about the original give nods to the original that didn't detract but like honored what came before yeah and then uh, all the fucking production of all of like the, the the ships and everything out there, it was scrum fucking lesson. Well, and didn't you want to have a food fight like that? I think that yes. was I think that was a big one in yeah. the theater was like because like the colors like it was like it's like oh I want to have a someone throw something blue at me I was like oh I want to eat bowls of frosting yeah uh, yeah <laughs> those drumsticks look good too yeah that's true I mean like you know older chubby me was thinking that like oh those steaming drumsticks look nice <laughs> yeah. I take a big old bite out of those and you know Robin Williams skating clearly not Robin Williams because I I could see it this time I was like oh that's not him flying mm-hmm. oh that's not him skating either i was like oh okay well yeah but i guess he lost like 40 pounds to play this role because mm-hmm. oh. at, the, at the beginning like he was a little heftier he did the i think they padded him up too yeah i think so but they did the tom hanks the castaway where they had him skinnier at the in the second mm-hmm. part of it so pretty, yeah pretty impressive uh but i remember my my friends had like the toys to this and i was like oh sweet i wish my parents loved me Book <laughs> toys, the Happy Meal toys, and all that stuff that were rolling around. Oh yeah, well no, they had the, like the action figures. Them too. Those were those were Boss Hog, and that sword. There was they had like everybody that had like a He Man sword or a, the Thundercat sword. I was like, oh, I gotta get that fucking Peter Pan sword. That's badass. Yeah, it's just too cool. Dustin Hoffman is my favorite fucking thing about this film. Oh, yeah. Same. I think he's got the best role. Yep. They build up his um, reveal so well because you saw all the stuff with the hook on the wall and, you know, getting the kids. And then you see, the first thing is you see his hook getting uh, sharpened. getting sharpened yep. up. And then you they have a whole song mm-hmm. leading up to it on a pillow. Yeah as Smee goes past the whores um, <laughs> and like going over to, and, and I think this may be one of Dustin Hoffman's best roles. Yeah. Like I get the graduate. I understand whatever. 
I think this is his best. This is my favorite of his. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I think same. I yeah. said in my review, I said that he pretty much picked the, picks up the movie and walks away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's on screen. Uh, Glenn Close, obviously, is the pirate that gets stuck in the boo box mm-hmm. where the, the scorpions were thrown in. I think they've mentioned that. The boo um, box. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, played... Young yeah. Wendy, mm-hmm. uh, one of her first roles, didn't, I think. Didn't catch that until I was an adult. Yeah. And, I was like, That's Gwyneth. and uh, what? Maggie Smith? Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah. Professor McGonagall as Wendy. Mm-hmm. Great so casting good. also. Also, her her scenes with Ron Williams and like calling him, boy, why are you crying? Or keep he kept calling him boy. I thought they were going to make out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been hot. Yeah. That'd be a whole extra star for me. Yep. <laughs> the only thing watching it this time, the only thing I thought of that would have made it perfect is, you know, Peter gives the um, the sword away to Thudbutt. Mm-hmm. I watched it with subtitles. I was like, oh, his name's Thudbutt. Mm-hmm. Cool. Makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> and then he just flies away. Uh, the only thing I thought would have been better is if he would have been like, hey, if any of you guys get tired of Neverland, have Tink bring you to me and I'll I can find you homes I I totally thought they were going to shoehorn in some of him being like fuck this I'm not going to be a corporate pirate anymore I'm going to take over Grandma Wendy's like orphanage thing or whatever like that's that's the only thing that's the only note I would have now today I would be like alright we need to see that full circle yeah that he is changed grown alright um, so for me it's like nostalgia wise 10 out of 10 yeah. clearly yeah. Um, I'd say and I say this in my review that I can only because of nostalgia bring this movie down so much in rating it has a it has a firm bottom of about 7.5 to me yeah. I can't go below that because I loved it so much as a kid it got bad reviews when it came out it was panned pretty wide and I panned yeah <laughs> the old pun not a hey. yeah um and it's like I say this in my review it's like obviously everybody I ever knew that was a kid watched it loved it oh, yeah. if it's a kids movie that entertains kids how bad could it be you know but it's like this has a lot of the best and some of the worst qualities of Steven Spielberg as a director it's like it's it's the production's amazing Captain Hook's ship is amazing there's a functioning Lost Boys set yeah but then there's also map paintings and CGI work to give it three dimensions I mean it's it's his take on like you said Wizard of Oz Mary Poppins it's one of those big fantastic kids movies it creates its own like world and it's it's impressive for that alone but it was weird when they spoiler alert killed Rufio Mm -hmm. and then he was like no and then his son's like I want to go home and they're like oh I guess we should just stop and walk away Mm -hmm. but I had the biggest kid boner whenever they he had to turn around and he was like all right fuck we got to fight you're gonna be chasing after my kids yeah all right sorry continue um I won't say kid boner again (laughs) (laughs) yeah she got flagged so yeah um the cinematography is amazing John Williams' music is one of my favorite things about the movie I love his music it just it fits perfectly it's very deep, brass-driven. It's very adventurous. It's, it's It has like a pirate feel. I mean, it's just awesome. I mean, it's just it's it's one of my favorite scores from him. Um, but yeah, this movie is too long. It gets a little bit too cute sometimes. It's like, you know, the little kid's like, I believe in you, Peter. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, it's a little too much of that sometimes. Oh, campy. Um, but yeah, uh, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman are spot on. Both of them are awesome. Um, it's like... 
I would say it's it's a it's a great movie. Um, it's not perfect, but it's a great movie to me. I'd, I'd give it seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. for a kids movie, the thirty years later after I saw it, that's impressive to go back and say I still love it. Even at the very beginning, they had a little girl playing Peter in the play, which has always been kind of a staple as well. It's like a tradition. Just yeah, I, I can't even remember all of the callbacks to all of the other. Uh, Peter Pan works that they've did in this. I was like, it's just well done. Which Spielberg like, said this in an interview. Time. He had a good point of like, he said that for the first time, the first character he ever saw that, that could fly was not a superhero or anybody like that. It was Peter Pan. Yeah. And so, you know, it was like, that was like his original adventure story that he ever got into. So I think he felt like a personal connection to Peter Pan. Yeah. Also, the um, young Robin Williams or the young Pan in this. Perfect casting as well. And even the art and the book, whenever she's turning, I was like, that looks fucking cool. I'd put that on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so impressive. Holds up well. Yes. Fucking gorgeous. Um, Yeah, it's been another episode of Cinema Vino. Bob Heiskins was excellent as well. I didn't talk about him enough, but he's awesome. I love him. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace. Also, he was the original choice uh, or based Wolverine. The character was based on Bob Hoskins. And he was a short, angry. And also that weird hockey yeah, he was Mar- guy. Yeah. He's Mario. God, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, yeah, great movies. Only Drunker. We, we will continue our Christmas gauntlet with um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So, Not Nightmare on Elm Street. Not Nightmare on Elm Street. Same movie. <laughs> very, very similar. Yes. Easily confused. So we will see you guys next time. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.